Hello and welcome to That Band Life. I'm Jeff Young, a teacher from Carmel, Indiana. And I'm Bobby Lambert, director of bands at Wando High School in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. That Band Life, a podcast about making our careers as music educators more fulfilling so we can be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. Well, today you get to meet uh, another one of the founders of Dynamic Marching, who with Jeff several years ago started this great company that we uh, have all kind of gotten to know each other through and, and have helped so many people across the country. Chris Mater's with us today. That's going to be awesome. But before we start in with that, I want to tell everybody about the Dynamic Marching Shop. This podcast is coming to you ad-free, and one way you can support us is by visiting our website, dynamicmarching.com, and sign up for all or some of our awesome courses and instructional videos. You can also purchase products through our store at some of the most discounted prices on the web, on things like shoes, rifles, podiums, megavoxes, and flagpoles. I know that many times you just continue to order your products from the same people every year, but if you look at our prices, you might change your mind. We even offer deeper discounts on large orders. Please give us a chance to win your business. So like Bobby mentioned, today we get to talk with my good friend, Chris Mater, our good friend, Chris Mater, and uh, I've just been really looking forward to this uh, since we talked about doing it last week. Uh, Chris and I met when he was a mellophone player in the Carmel High School marching band, and uh, I was about 10 years older than Chris, and uh, as, a, as his teacher, I kind of felt like uh, he was more of a younger brother than a student. Um, Chris went on to be drum major of the Carmel Band, like me, and then went on to the University of Notre Dame, where he majored in biology, also like me. Uh, but after Notre Dame, Chris went on to get a doctorate from Yale University. So that's where our, our paths um, and our <laughs> brains diverge a bit. <laughs> two, Chris, two paths yeah, <laughs> diverge yeah. in the woods. <laughs> So he can tell us a little bit about Yale if, 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 if he wants to. But uh, Chris sure. is now a principal of life sciences at Flatiron in Manhattan, lives in New Jersey with his wife, Tiff, and his son, Ethan. And uh, yeah, Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's, it's, uh, it's been something I know you guys have been doing for a while, and I'm glad to be able to, uh, to be part of one of these. So and, and thanks for the, uh, the generous bio. Um, yeah, we've, we've <laughs> known each other for for quite some time. So uh, it's uh, it's fun to uh, continue to work with you guys and see where the, the direction of the company's going and, and kind of reflect back on almost, I think it's like 14 some odd years of this so far, which has been kind of crazy. And to think of how many uh, how many different bands and, and students and teachers hopefully we've reached and, and helped a little bit along the way um, to make their jobs a little easier. And so that's something I'm really proud of. And I know you guys are too. And um, it's kind of, it'll be fun to reminisce here, um, on our, on this podcast. Well, so, I'm going to, I'm going to plant a seed of, I need an embarrassing Jeff story before the end of this <laughs> oh, podcast. Man. So I've okay. already, you know, I'm planting it there. I'm going to give you plenty of time to sort of go through all the right. files and do all that. So by, when we get done, when we get to the end, we'll, we'll hit the most, that's the, that's the teaser for everybody to actually listen to the, the whole thing. Okay. You know, well, uh, I mean, Jeff is editing this thing, so uh, you know there may be a lot of stories that actually just don't uh, ever make it to true. air. So yeah, I can't control true. that, you know. If we just keep <laughs> bringing sure, it up, it. it'll be a, it'll be there a real go. pain for him to have to edit each time. That's right. So honestly, you know, I'll I'll ask you guys this because I've I've kind of wondered this. Tell me the sit down because I knew about dynamic marching being at Marion, and I'll tell you the very first thing that I got. You guys were, I can't remember, I think it was DCI Finals. You had invited people to come in, watch DCI Finals together. 
Um, you were going to kind of get a, a block of hotel rooms, if I'm not mistaken, and watch it, and then you know, go watch each show, and then kind of talk about it, kind of discern through what you were seeing. And I, my mind was blown at that idea. I thought, God, this is. I want to be part of something like I want to go to that, much less be a part of something like that. Tell me how. Tell me about the first day you guys sat down and said, "Hey, I've got an idea." Sure. Um, I mean, I can. I guess I can start from my perspective, and obviously, uh, Jeff, I'm be curious to your recollections of yeah. this. You know, I think it really stemmed from the fact that you know we both we got to know each other really well um, at Carmel when I was in high school and doing the activity. Um, and it was something that, you know, that I really was interested in um, and then went on to go um, march at, at Notre Dame as well, which was a completely different experience um, and really kind of opened my eyes to how there's all sorts of different ways of teaching. There's different styles, there's different approaches. Um, and I know that um, I wanted to stay in the, in the space, uh, in the music space. And I, and I always loved education and wanted to get involved in, in doing that. And so for me, it was kind of a, initially a summer job. And this was before the idea of dynamic marching came together. You know, Jeff and I were basically clinicians um, and we had, you know, really specialized in the the marching part of the art. Um, and, and we realized that a lot of teachers get trained when they're going through their education on the music part and then are thrown into um, their, their new jobs, their first jobs, and all of a sudden there's this marching program and they may or may not have done marching band, you know, when they were in college, um, you know, may not, may or may not be their, their forte or the thing that they're, they're, they're really trained in, especially on the physical side. So how do you move your body? Um, there are no, usually, at least as far as I'm aware, um, you're not, taking a bunch of, you know, kinesiology courses or the, you know, how the human body moves or, you know, uh, heavy weightlifting or, or, or fitness and, you know, all that sort of stuff is not typically part of a music education, you know, college program. And so you're kind of left with like, okay, how do I do this? And, and maybe you're relying on, um, you know, your experience in high school or things like that, but there really just wasn't this good training. And so um, we started off just as clinicians going around to different high schools, usually during band camp, you know, during the summer for a week or something like that, and really trying to teach um, the the fundamentals of, of movement. So how to move your body, how to make sure that's crisp and clean and, and really add to the visual element of, of, of the art. And so we did that for, you know, a couple of years. It was a great summer job. I, I loved it because I got to be outside all the time. You got to make some money. It wasn't like I was stuck, you know, being a waiter or something like that. Um, this was close to the, my passion. And so I felt very uh, privileged and, and lucky to be able to do that. So Jeff and I kind of did that. And then um, we were going down to do a clinic at, at, in Murray uh, University in Kentucky. And I think it was on the drive home. I think, I don't know, were we listening to like Wicked or something? I can't remember. Some, something like that was, I can't remember exactly what it was or something like that. And, uh, you know, I don't know, it's probably like what, a four or five hour drive or something like that. So coming back. Yeah, I think we and, were down in Murray, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I think the big realization that we had too was, you know, we'd gotten lucky to go work with a lot of, um, a lot of great bands a lot of great programs and directors that were really serious about it. And they recognized where their strengths and weaknesses lie. And they were bringing in, you know, experts, not just us, you know, they were, they had, you know, color guard staff, they had drumline staff, they were bringing in. So they, they really were trying to get the most out of their program by bringing in all these experts. 
But we realized that, you know, we were working with very well-funded kind of, um, you know, fortunate groups that had the, the ability to pay for all of these clinicians and all of these expert staff. And that a vast, it was like a light bulb went off that like a vast majority of programs may not have that kind of resourcing, may not have that kind of funding. Yeah, definitely. And, don't. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, if, if, if we were really serious about spreading the art and, and making sure that students had, had opportunities to experience marching band, to experience music, I mean, have that be part of their lives, whether that, whether they're going to go, you know, be a professional or not, just having that be as, as integral to a well-rounded education as we can we needed to find a way to make marching band accessible to as many people as possible. Um, and so we were like, how can we bring these clinics? How can we bring this knowledge to as many educators as we can across the country and then not have to pay thousands of dollars for travel and board and, and the, the clinic itself and things like that. And so we had been doing enough of these um, over the last couple of years that we had mainly Jeff as the, uh, the curriculum expert had, had really put together um, a really solid curriculum. It wasn't just a, here's some tips and tricks and, you know, do these drills. It was a teaching progression. It was, you know, the vocabulary is ways of thinking about how, to, how your body moves and how to be body aware and, and how those integrate into a show and how, it, how, you know, fundamentals leads up to the visual um, art, which leads up to general effect. You know, all of those pieces had come together just by years of, of just doing it out in the field and picking up what works. Um, and so then I think that was the, the key linchpin of like, hey, we could uh, we could we could do something with this and try and spread this as wide as we can. And back in that era, um, DVDs were was the uh, technology of the day. Um, and so that's not we VHS. thought, why don't we just yeah. not VHS? We are not that old, um, but uh, <laughs> at least I'm not that old. Jeff, as he's mentioned, <laughs> is 10 years older than I am. But um, nonetheless, um, nice. Um, but nonetheless, so we said, hey, why don't we just record basically a clinic, like what we would have done if we went to a program and then make that widely accessible and, and try and figure out how to do that. So so that's kind of the, the genesis. And I've been talking a lot. So I'd be curious, you know, Jeff's take on this. I know we went to go we went to go hang out with the Blue Devils for a while and see how they taught things. And there was a couple of different kind of uh, learning experiences we, we decided to go do before we really embarked on this. But uh, we would love to hear your take on it, too, Jeff. Well, yeah, I remember that that drive home very well. I mean, it was, and we even talked about how to what to name the company. You know, yeah. we were we were talking about okay, uh, we were both drum majors with DM. Like, what could we? Uh, okay, marching obviously. Oh, okay, dynamic. That sounds cool. You know, it's like we so yeah. we, really the name came from drum major Bobby. So you'd be pleased. There to know. we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but it, that, that I don't think it ever wavered from being dynamic marching nope. from that that point forward. The interesting thing, one of the interesting things about what you said, Chris, is is making it widely available. And thinking back now, I'm like, how did I think at all we could get these DVDs t to people across the country? I mean, YouTube wasn't even. I mean, it was around. It just wasn't big. You know, like. I wouldn't have thought to put anything on YouTube yeah. to teach directors other places. And so DVD is kind of where we were at. But um, yeah, you know, I, I do remember sitting in Chris Crakey's office talking about the business plan, too. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is how we're going to structure it. Let's go meet with like we met with a lawyer. And like it was kind of like a lot of firsts for both of us where it was like, yeah. oh, OK, 
what's it like to develop a quote unquote business plan? It's probably not what you know today, Chris, because you're doing a lot of that kind of stuff. But um, we did put set, put together that and met with a lawyer and incorporated. You know, we got got the LLC and uh, the website uh, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, thinking back to our first graphics on the website, it's pretty funny. Really, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's the, kind of the cool lesson, though. I think for for maybe the listeners too is, you know, it doesn't need to be. I mean, well, let you in on a little secret. We we don't have like a multi million dollar business here. Like this is yeah. a uh, this is a, this is a passion project, <laughs> um, for sure, um, for all of us. Because the, at the end of the day, like I said, the focus was how do we spread the art, and that was the key driver for us. It wasn't oh oh I'm going to come up with a business plan to go make a bunch of money. Um, it was it was art first, and then we wanted a way to make it sustainable. So that I think that was that was where the business yeah. came in. So um, you know it's 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 serving a, a greater good or a more noble purpose. Let's call it that. Um, but uh, you know we went through that trying to figure out how to do this. How do we make it sustainable? How do we develop content that that people are going to like and are going to use? So I think that's the other part of like all the people that we talked to along the way that kind of freely gave their advice or let us watch how they teach. Um, that really inspired us and, and made its way into the the curriculum that that frankly is is it's today. I mean, I, I was thinking back to some of the original stuff that we used to do on that first video, which, by the way, we totally bootstrapped because yeah. I believe. I believe technically I'm the star of that video because we didn't have anybody else. So yeah. um, I'm I'm marching around, um, you know, on the on the on a drive or on a, a parking lot rather. Um, Jeff's filming it with a hand camera and and all that stuff. And because you know we didn't have a lot of money to be able to do this, but we wanted to get it out there. Um, and and so that was kind of how we started. And and then, but and it was, it was really the fun. highest like quality said, at the time, which I believe is 480p. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so which for those one hundredth less than 4K. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. for those of you with your iPhone 6s right now, that's kind of like your video. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and standard definition. So not yes. widescreen. That was no. the other one. Four by three. Um, yeah. So uh, so anyway, we you know, we would we would do that. But it was great. It was a learning experience. Like you said, what is how does starting a business? And, you know, I'd always been curious about that. But, you know, that process, ta- this whole process for the last 14 years has taught me a ton about um, just thinking about things in that regard. And and again, more from the focus of like sustainability, like how do you how do you build something that's going to last? And and so, you know, I'll be honest with you, my, my career path has taken me in lots of different directions. And I never would have predicted that I would be where I am now um, doing what I'm doing now. But, you know, the skills that I kind of picked up um, just by doing it um, have served me very well today, even though it's a, you know, a, a different role. And, and obviously we spend, I spend all my days thinking about this stuff now for, for Flatiron, but um, you know, it certainly helped me get there. And, and frankly, I, I was trained as a scientist too. So I had to transition into business. And if I didn't have this experience, um, it would have been a lot more difficult for me because I at least um, had, had, had some prior thinking on how to, how to tackle some of these types of challenges. So, so I'm very grateful to, to both of you guys for keeping this going and, and, and having that experience that has helped me with, with the rest of my life too. But I think my biggest thing for, for maybe folks listening to is again, let the passion drive you. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be a million dollar project idea or a million dollar business. You know, you can have something that you're really good at um, in the, in the music space or, or, or elsewhere 
and you can start you get started i think the whole point is if you want to get your message out there and, and you think others can benefit from it now it's so it's easier than it's ever been as jeff pointed out you can yeah. do youtube you can mm-hmm. um you can get 4k recording devices uh and not have to deal with crappy video and audio like we started off with so um don't hesitate just do it um get it out there and and you'd be surprised i think that was the other thing is how well received it was yeah um, and i don't yeah. think you don't think you realize like there are thousands and thousands of people out there and um you know all it takes is for a, a small sliver of those to gain value and it's worthwhile doing yeah. um and and the odds of that happening are actually pretty good um, even though it seems daunting but yeah a little bit of the backstory how you know before uh, we could deliver content digitally um, how we came about having a partnership with Hal Leonard um, that's yeah. part of that like gritty stick to that that I think we've both had over the years and now Bobby adds to the mix is you just um, go after something you know um, Richard Saucedo good friend of ours and band director of ours um, had a relationship with Hal Leonard and he made an introduction and you know, we met with some Hal Leonard people at Midwest and showed them the first draft of the video and said, look, you know, you might not know much about this side of the music, music ed space, but this is going to be really popular. And they were like, it looks good. We'll, we'll carry it. And so, you know, the largest print publisher in the world is now carrying our DVD and suddenly it's available in music stores all over the country and never could have imagined how that would have come to fruition except meet this person you meet with that person they believe in you and your vision and it happens and we had a great relationship with Hal Leonard for probably 10 years Um, it was only Mm -hmm. after that it was it became very easy to upload content and password protected online when we were we could serve those videos to um, anyone around the world with you know like a court online course kind of vibe but you know you can't discount the fact that, you know, how Leonard put us in front of thousands of people. And I, I know for a fact, we used to run our DVDs in sets of a thousand and we went through what, one and a half, probably 1500, 2000 of those first DVDs. I don't even see. It was definitely, uh, we were into our second full order. I think it was even, yes. And then you multiply by how many, we had multiple different um, topics at that point. So I think all told, if I remember right, it's something around the order of 10 to 11,000 DVDs. Yeah. I mean, that's the coolest thing ever. So I I love that. I love that it's sitting on somebody's shelf here, listening to this podcast, they're going to turn to their right and go, yeah, it's on my shelf, you know, and not in an egotistical way. I, I, I agree. We started this out saying, how can we help band, band directors be better? And we found out a way to do that. And it's awesome. It's the biggest yeah. compliment ever that it's on someone's shelf. Yeah. So and, then go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. No, just similar, similar sentiment. Just the idea of, I guess what I'm most proud of to think of, um, you know, how many students, you know, we're, we're even a little bit better or, or, you know, or their, their teachers had, uh, you know, a new warm up exercise that they, they, they borrowed from our DVDs or something that helped, uh, help students perform a little bit better in their shows. Um, and when you think about the multiplication of being able to reach, um, a large number of directors, but then also the, the, you know, tens to hundreds of students that they also teach, um, 
it 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 kind of chokes you up a little bit because you think about how many people that you've you've been able to help um, indirectly uh, along the way. And I think Jeff pointed out it's not about an ego thing or glory thing. We'll never meet these people, um, and they may not even know you know who we are or who Dynamic Marching is because it was through their teacher or whatever. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it, but you know we've been able to have that impact and something again like I'm very proud of and, and it's something that will last forever you know in my memory at least um uh is something that i feel like I, I did some good and left something good behind when when my time's up so well i think that so for me i think if if i didn't know you guys there are a couple of questions that i would want to ask just about uh, for example like what what do you feel has been dynamic marching's impact and you, you've said about uh, impacting students, but I'd, I'd ask you to maybe even take a, a wider view of that. Like, are there topics? Like, I, I could answer that. I think that there are some things that dynamic marching I can dire- tr- directly trace to having improved in the marching arts continuously. Um, and then the second question that I would ask on top of that is, what do you think is the next horizon for where dynamic marching is going to go? So I'll start first with... What do you think has been the biggest impact of dynamic marching on the marching arts? Do you want to go first, Chris? Oh man, um, I to me, I at least maybe I'll start with what I hope it has been. Um, I know, Jeff, you're you're in the you know act still actively uh, teaching and have been in, in the the judging space and, and things like that. So you might be able to speak to what what you feel like you've seen. Um, but my my hope would be that it's just raised a level of awareness and and ability and skills and resources for again that visual the visual art of marching band um and that hopefully a lot of groups take it more seriously or maybe or maybe they've entered their first you know competitive competition um and they're going to do a field show instead of uh, you know a track show or something like that um i hope that you're seeing more of that and i hope that it's helping sustain that especially um as music budgets get tighter and tighter. It's always a challenge. You're always hearing about it. You know, I don't want the, uh, I don't want marching men to get cut anywhere. Let me put it that way. And if, uh, if, if really impressive shows are being put on the field and, and there's a really cool visual element to that, which everybody can resonate with, um, anytime you see something neat, um, and snappy on the field, um, it doesn't, you don't have to have had music experience. You don't have to have done it before. Everybody can appreciate that kind of art because it's so visual. Um, and so when that happens, you know, it, it, it bolsters the community to get around it. It, it bolsters that. Yes, this, this is important. Let's keep that funding in our schools. Um, so my hope is that it's had at least some of that kind of impact just to keep the music art alive, um, in whatever form, you know, if marching band can serve the rest of the, uh, the other, um, um, uh, you know, orchestras and concert band and jazz band and like, and vice versa. You know, I hope that that's, that's been somewhat of our legacy, um, and through this, through this activity. So, yeah, I do. I, I think I can definitely pinpoint a couple things, um, that, you know, lasting rippling effects through the activity is just, um, the idea of how important a teaching progression is for visual and kind of like professionally laying out, this is what we want the students to know and detailing out, this is what we want them to look like. And I don't even think it's necessarily the style of movement that we teach on our, in our videos and our courses. It, it's more like, this is how much detail you should be putting into this. Because I know you're over here studying scores and learning 
about intonation and learning about all this other music stuff that you're really passionate about. And, and I, I know that, that we've made an impact in, in just helping people to understand how to lay out that amount of detail. And, and the other thing is just spreading the gospel about uh, physical fitness. Number one, yeah. mm-hmm. um, that, yeah. you know, there's marching health and Dr. Cleveland we've talked to on this program before. I, I feel like it, it almost like paved the way for guys like that yes. who are really experts in physical fitness and tr- personal, not personal training, but um, physical therapy um, to, to go, okay, well th- let's build on that. I'm, so I almost like when I was talking to him, I was thinking, cool, this is neat that you're able to elevate this even more. Uh, and the mm-hmm. other thing is spreading the gospel about the dance fundamentals and ballet basics that, um, you know, most programs now do incorporate in, but 14 years ago, 12 years ago, 10 years ago, eight years ago, way less people knew anything about that in the marching space. And I, I'm really proud of that, that part of the videos. Well, yeah, for, for me, when I got the videos, uh, you know, I was, I was teaching visual at Marion Catholic and uh, maybe I hope Greg Bim isn't listening, but I hadn't <laughs> marched since 1994. Uh, and that was from high school. And then you get to Marion Catholic as the assistant director of the band that just won grand nationals the year before. Um, yeah. it was like, Oh crap. <laughs> when he said to do the first day of visual, I was like, Oh, I have no idea. So I literally went home and, you know, even so this was 2000. I mean, the internet was sketchy at best, you know, like there was a little bit there, but I, I was asking around and somebody had said like, Hey, I, I know Jeff Young, Chris Mader, they're doing some things. And I don't even think that you guys were completely organized just yet. Um, you know, the first year for dynamic no. marching was what? Probably 2006, 2007. 2006, yeah. Because I, I yeah. can remember it was 2007 when I bought, I think the first DVD. Yeah. But I, I just heard early on that like, you know, th- there's some guys who are figuring this out. And, and there it is. So, like I said, I remember getting the invitation to go to DCI and watch, I actually couldn't go cause we were having rehearsal, but it was, it was this moment. Well, of like, it never okay, happened I need to learn what these guys are doing. Oh, it didn't. No, it was the best <laughs> no, idea yeah. we've ever had and it didn't happen. Yeah. There's actually yeah, a couple, couple stories in that actually. Um, yeah. so I had put all that stuff out through our, um, you know, mail, you know, mailing out to our whole mailing list and on the website and stuff about come watch DCI finals with us and everything. And, um, I got a call from Dan Atchison, who's the CEO of DCI. And he's like, I noticed you have a DCI logo on this email. (laughs) And that was another learning experience. I was like, did I really do that? I guess I did. So then we had, we actually had lunch and I'd never met Dan before, even though I was judging like, uh, I was judging for DCM at the time, Drub Corps Midwest. But anyway, we had lunch and had a great conversation. And he's like, okay, I see what you guys are doing. And I really, you know, I think that's awesome. It's no big deal. You know, water well, under the well, bridge. It was the Wild West then, guys. Yeah. I mean, how many businesses <laughs> yeah. were trying to do anything right. like this? Business yeah. and education up to that point had really not missed. Yeah. Uh, but you, right, you either had separate businesses with educational stuff or educational stuff that 
kind of did some consulting and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But that, that weekend never happened uh, because it, it was going to be very expensive um, on the back end of it to, to rent the, the space where we were going to meet and uh, the catering involved. I think it just became, we were a young company and, and I think Chris yeah. and I were like, we would need 30 people to sign up for this to be a break even. And we can't really afford for it not to break even. So I think when about 10 or 15 people signed up, we were like, okay, we'll do it another year. Right. It's still a good yeah. idea. It's still a good it's, idea. Maybe we should, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe that'll be the next thing that we do. Yeah. So that maybe you just answer the second half of your question there. What's the next, yeah. what's the yeah. next big thing that dynamic marketing is going to do? Um, so well, I think, well, you know, one of the next, next things is just leveraging the, the ease of video and social media to, to spread, um, yeah. you know, educational content, you know, we, you know, Bobby and I and Chris were, we're busy doing lots and lots of things. And so, you know, posting all the time on social media is not really our thing. Now, um, you know, we've actually just added, um, you know, a, a, a director, what should I call him? A director of social media for dynamic I love marching. How professional right. We pretend to be yeah. the director yeah. of so, social media for dynamic yeah. marching. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. that's Josh and Josh is going to, Josh has taken over some of our Instagram stuff lately and uh, we're really excited about that. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, ne- I think the next thing will be just the ease of access and the organization of that information. Cause we have t- Tons, like there are things that we haven't put out yet, um, right? And the the way to organize that, the ease to access that, I've seen several, and not just in the band world, but just in the regular world, not great information, very well organized, does very well, and mm-hmm. so it, that's that's kind of the I think that's the next horizon of you know we've got all this great stuff, but it's how can we how, how can we meet directors even more easily how can we you know you have five minutes between walking from concert band one to symphonic band yeah try and learn how to do eight to five like here you go how can we make that go i think that's a little bit of it and then just interacting with people in a different way yeah i think everybody is so technology to out right now zoom wise (laughs) and, and all that like how when we can have personalized information how do we get back to that point i think that would yeah. be a big a big part of the next year and a half of business for sure and you know i i think the other interesting thing too will be like you guys obviously have your pulse on, on the art and and you're in it and um and and see from that viewpoint i think again going back to the roots of the company like where was the genesis of the original idea? It was going and talking to a bunch of people and hearing where their challenges were, you know, even in groups that we were going and giving clinics to, it's like, well, here's, you know, what happens when we leave, you know, what are they going to do for the next six to nine months kind of a thing? Um, it was getting that feedback that really helped design the right material to help yeah, people. And so I think, how do we, how do we get back to that kind of those kind of roots and hear from everybody out out there that's listening um you know what's important to you and because the arts is the art has changed it continues to evolve and that's the beauty of it Um, but we need to constantly kind of have that pulse on what's going on so what are the venues where we can get feedback 
from um, from all the different band directors. Um, you know, what's what's been the challenges now? Um, are they the same? Are they different? And then and try and make sure we we create content that matches the big themes that are showing up um, across across the country. Um, so that, that, you know, it's not just what we think people should be doing next or where we think the the art should go, but kind of almost like crowdsourcing it, if it makes sense, mm-hmm. especially because that's so much easier now. Um, mm-hmm. and, and collectively, we can all kind of uh, influence in, in that direction. That, that would be that would be really fun to see. Again, it's a, it's a tough challenge because you can get an information overload. But um, but, you know, more data is always always better, in my opinion, at least. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that uh, from 2006 to 2019, no one else put any other videos out. I know. And, and it's not because there's not really good information out there. It's, it's not easy to write a script and light it and get the audio right. And I mean, if you watch our last video called The System, we had, a, we had three oh, yeah. cameramen. We had a 50-foot jib camera because that's how you get cool shots of marching. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, every video we ever do needs to have a jib in it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just because Jeff likes to use the word yeah. jib. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some people call it a crane. I like jib. That's good. Yeah. Were, weren't you going to like buy one at some point? There was a period yeah. where you were like, you were, yeah. Yeah, before I or got my one. drone and then now I have a yeah. drone. So I can. Nah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, you know, like, so writing it, producing it, distributing it, packaging it, it putting, you know, putting a website together that can deliver that content. That is a, a, that's something we've learned to do over 14 years. It's, it's not Mm -hmm. like we just did it. And I am seeing quite a bit of instruction happening on Instagram right now, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, if we Mm -hmm. think if we could totally take business out of this and just go, what do we want? We want a rising tide raises all the boats. I say that all the time and it's true. And the, the difference is on Instagram, it's, it's very short content you know, and you have to, to keep putting it up, you know? And yeah. so that, you know, that's just not the way we've done it in the past, but I'd love to do more of that. I love what ultimate drill book is doing on their Instagram feed. Um, um, Michael Rosales has some great stuff on there. Uh, it's, it's called the breakdown. Um, shout out to those guys, but yeah, right. bring it on. It's the, you know, this is, this is better for everybody. Well, what's good is people are trying, you know, I don't get the, and maybe I'm naive, but like some of the people that you just mentioned and some of the others that I know about, I don't see anybody trying to fleece anyone. Mm-mm. Hey, let's try and get them on the hook for $10,000. Everyone's like, these are marching band people, for goodness sakes. Like they're selling cookie dough to try and pay me right now. Yeah. Like let's, let's be serious and keep that in place. But at the same time, just like where, where dynamic marching started, it was like, we need to give a methodical professional approach to the visual arts that athletes or that, that non-athletes can understand. Yeah. And that was the part that I really appreciated. Yeah. You know, when you, when you talked about stuff, when I watched some of those early videos, it, I could see the anatomy side of Jeff coming out. I could see the methodical, you know, step-by-step process that you guys had set up that was like, okay, you can, this is exactly how I do a score study. Mm-hmm. Why would I not mm-hmm. do this to the physical movements? And I think that's, that legitimized the visual, because I'll tell you guys, I could remember very clearly uh, teaching a band camp uh, a few years ago but I'd talk to the director about, hey, would you like us to do maybe some movement here? He's like, well, I'm not a ballet dancer, and they aren't either. 
<laughs> that was that was really how the majority of people approach it. And I can remember, I think I read an article once about the, the decline of the marching band to the dancing band. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. And it was a, yeah. it was a thing of, of where, you know, we're, we're starting to move too much. We're starting to move too much. And you know what? If, if you are compromising the sound, you are exactly right. Mm-hmm. However, if you take this methodical approach, learn how to move correctly you can amplify and um, in, enhance the sound that you're creating yeah. by this movement. That was that was the thing that I appreciated so much. And then you guys got into the concert realm with yeah. Richard Saucedo and David Starnes, and you you started putting things out there like, "Hey, we care about band, not just visual. We care about band, and that happens to be part of it." So, what was that decision like to say? I mean, you were doing great. You know, honestly, I, I remember Jeff used to joke, I hate those first videos. We need to destroy all of them because <laughs> yeah. people keep buying them. And we, you wanted you wanted to do something else. What was the decision to maybe go outside the comfort zone right then? I, I'm trying to remember exactly when we made that when we made that decision, what was going through our heads. You know, I think at the end of the day, it all came back to, you know, yes, marching band is a, a variant of concert band, like where there's movement and there's, and, and that adds, that's a blended art and it, it creates something completely new out of two individual pieces that, you know, that are disparate and, and different. But at the, at the root of it all, it's still about great sound, great music, um, all of the fundamentals that go into making um, a, a, a band of any kind, whether it's a concert band, whether it's a jazz band, whether it's a chamber group, um, there are a certain set of fundamentals there. And, and with our root in fundamentals of the importance of fundamentals and visual, I think there's kind of this idea of like, well, why don't, why aren't we doing the same thing with the fundamentals of, of just you know, playing your yeah. instrument well of band because those are directly transferable they're, they're not different like the, those fundamentals for concert band are the same fundamentals that you need to apply on the field in marching band and that's so, one thing i love about the, yeah. the that band live podcast that bobby and i are able to do because of this new technology in the last few years called podcasting um you know it would that didn't exist back then but we had some very frank conversations chris and i did about mm-hmm. and why did we call this dynamic marching we should have yeah. just called this dynamic music, music. Or, or something else because we were like, the, we want to put all these fundamentals out there of, of color guard, of percussion, of, you know, all the different aspects of that band life. And we were kind of, our name kind of backed us into a corner um, in, in, I guess in one way, but in another way, that's what we're most passionate about too. So it, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah. I would, I would, I think that, you know, from the band director's side, I think that, I don't think that band directors, well, I think they know obviously when they can't do visual. I know that I couldn't, like when I, that was a very clear realization for me. And then I think sometimes they're not quite as aware of some of the uh, discrepancies, we'll call them inside. You know, I'm doing exactly what my high school band director did or what my college band director did. And so it's fine. And then you hear a Greg Bim rehearsal or a Richard Saucedo rehearsal or, a, you know, whatever, Jim Keen or Kevin Sedatal, you know, insert your band hero here. And it's like, that's magic. No, it's not magic. It's, again, a methodical, concerned, thoughtful approach to getting 
an end result. You know, the, the dynamic marching approach to visual is exactly the same as people take to score study Lincolnshire Posey. It's the same. I, well, yeah, I can and, say that clearly. and you know that's where our marching fundamentals, are, are us putting it together that way came from us being taught by Saucedo because if you watch the way he, he works with a group, it's very mm-hmm. methodical. It's all about the fundamentals. It's F concert. It's the sound. It's the tuning. It's not about the notes and rhythms that comes later. And I'm sure that that trickled down into our brains and, you know, wormed its way in there. So when we're like watching other people take teach visual, where it's like, I'll use that exercise and that one and that one, and we'll put it in this order. Boom. It works. Yeah. And, and I think that what I loved about it too, is hopefully students are, I mean, I, I'm just hearing you talk about how to say that you do that. You're, you're exactly right. And just kind of my, my brain going back to that time it's it's also not a it's not just a music or a band thing and i and i guess maybe another thing i hope that has come out of students being able to kind of tackle the the, the marching art through our our system um is that you realize that it's really a lesson plan for for life like and i know that sounds cliche-ish but you know fundamentals persistence because that's the other piece is like i know people watch the the, the dvds you may watch a master class, you may you know, listen to a podcast or, or whatever, but it, it's kind of like akin to going to the gym. I can watch a YouTube video on how to bench press or something like that. Right. And I can go into the gym and I can go, okay, I do that once. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean anything. Like you have to do it consistently and with discipline and over and over again. Um, and, and you have to build on all, on all those fundamentals. That's like, that's like a recipe for life. And, and I think that's what, one thing I really took out of my band experience, um, you know, which obviously I stayed with all the way through college and, and even beyond in some chamber groups, but I'm not a professional musician. I'm not, I'm not a band teacher, but it's still all of those things that I learned have been very profound for how I kind of approach my job, approach my life, you know, the discipline that you need, the willpower, um, focusing on fundamentals, um, not cutting to the chase, putting in the work um, and, and, and then and enjoying that process came from the band experience like that was the most structured and disciplined thing that that i had to do just because it takes so long to really master uh, an instrument um you, you, there are no shortcuts and so I, I hope that i hope that that also helps students as they go out and do whatever they're going to do in life um that um focusing on fundamentals is a lesson that they can take with them so um actually one thing i i if you guys don't mind, I think we'd be curious to talk about Jeff. We'd love to hear from you and, and Bobby from you guys as well. The experience of maybe seeing some students that went through the, uh, you know, the early days of the d- dynamic marching process and then have now gone on to be band directors themselves. And, and are they using the mm-hmm. same thing? And kind of uh, that has to be a very, I, I know of a couple, um, obviously yeah. that we work closely with some actually that if you're an Eagle eye, they're actually in some of our old videos are now band directors, but um, <laughs> uh, just that experience of what, what's that meant to you um, and, and kind of watching that process happen. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Chris Catholic is a great example, yeah. director of bands at Brownsburg high school. Um, you know, he's in darn near all of those videos. Yeah, I, I bet if so. you watch them back, he's going to be in most of those videos as a student. Um, and then later he and I did the system one together, you know, as yeah. we team taught that. And that was the greatest experience for me because we, 
uh, I showed him the outline. We talked for 10 minutes and they're like, all right, go. It, it, because like his process and my process have melded over the years into a, the system, you know, and, and when I teach with Chris, there's like, um, th- there's this, uh, telepathy, you know, telepathy, I guess. So I say, right. and same with Jordan Lalama, who's now the mm-hmm. visual caption, marching caption head at uh, broken arrow high school, among other places. Um, when I teach with either of those guys, it's, it's just, things get handed from person to person and there's, it's like, you know what to do next because they're using a system and they're using it really well. I mean, mm-hmm. if I had to pick one person, you know, to, to go, you know, if I, if I got broke my leg, you know, I'd be like, Jordan's going to come in for six weeks. You know, if yeah. we could steal, if we could steal them from Darren, which probably we couldn't, but you know, watch out for the bounty on your head. And yeah. he also and has tell, a totally different Darren, energy than I do. And I just love watching how good they are at, at, at what they do now. Um, um, and, and, you know, director bands at, at Franklin central high school right now, he, he was involved early on in the process, Evan Cooper and, um, yeah, Derek Ellinger, like lots of guys. Um, it's pretty cool. For me, it's, uh, it's the current assistant at Marian Catholic, Ellen Schmura. Uh, she was, she was in the band when we were just starting to figure out how to put that, the visual package methodically and to teach kids who had never marched or moved before. She was really, she helped us in those transition years as a student. Uh, and so now, you know, it's funny when we were, when we have the summer symposium, you know, I get to go watch Jeff and all the folks that teach that uh, the, the marching portion at the BOA track. And it is, I mean, it's, it's comical how in sync they all are together. Even, even when you bring new people on, like when you brought Clark on a couple of years yeah. ago, it's just, when you find great people, they tend to be great teachers. Uh, you know, maybe that's not always a straight correlation, but boy, it, it, it has worked out several times, but for Ellen, I brought her on with us at the BOA summer symposium with the drum majors. And it was so cool when we started doing some of the marching stuff. We do just a, a taste of what what the the marching band does. But it was so cool to he- hear her talking about habit. Here's the habit exercise, and this is how you do this. And I was like, Yeah, okay, yeah. I know where you got that. <laughs> Here's fifty fifty. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I remember teaching you that. So, and and that's just one. Uh, I don't think that you're going to go into a place and find. I think if Jeff Young walked into any marching band of value, like with like any marching band worth its salt, I don't think Jeff Young would walk in and go, God, I've never heard that kind of approach before. Like I've never thought about movement that way. I think there, there, you know, there're going to be maybe some different nomenclature, some different approaches, but it's still going to go. The really good ones are going to go step by step. Yeah. And that's, that's the, you, you know, you said it earlier, Chris, that's the key. You guys yeah. did it with the business. You've done it then with the videos. And then, you know, you, I do it with my kids. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, my daughter's playing the flute now. She just had her first flute lesson two weeks ago and had her second one last week. And boy, it's hard for dad to stand back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have, but I've kept my mouth shut except to say that was really good. And what's good is it is, she actually mm-hmm. was playing very well, but I love her. Her teacher was talking to the other night 
And she had her whole flute together and he goes, no, that's not how we start. And she was like, oh yeah, right. So she takes the head joint apart and just plays the head joint. And I'm like, okay, mm. so we know that when they're sixth graders, but we forget it when they're in high school learning to march. Like yeah. it always has to go back to that yeah. step one. Here's how we, here's how we start. Great. So to your question. So over the years, um, uh, I've had, had the opportunity to also share a lot of life experiences with both you guys and with, you know, with Chris, we had a couple of really fun New York city trips and mm-hmm. uh, got to be a groomsman in your wedding, which was awesome. Um, there was quite a bit of wine that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um, really good wine. Uh, thanks to your dad, Dan. Thanks so, to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually my kids, uh, when they were little, they called Chris choo choo. We're not really sure why. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I was trying to remember where that came from it, and uh, I don't know why, but th- it became a thing. So, <laughs> uh, to this day, if I say I'm on the, a podcast with choo choo, they would know who I'm talking about. I don't, yeah. and neither of us know where, the, where that came from, Yeah, but, uh, we've had some great, great meals and, uh, uh, you know, I I'm looking forward to continuing that, um, I know that Chris, uh, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast is because Chris is uh, needing to pull away from dynamic marching and and put his focus on some other things. So um, I know that Bobby and I are are, uh, sad about it, but also we understand. And, uh, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, uh, you've made a big difference in a lot of uh, band directors lives, even if they never knew your name. Um, you were the, uh, accounting department, the HR department, <laughs> the, uh, what yeah. else, uh, the legal department, yeah. the email responder. Um, <laughs> it, it, for those of you who don't know what Chris was doing all these years, it was all yeah. the things that needed to be done so that, uh, the creative stuff could just be paid for. And yeah. every time we made $2,000, we made a DVD with it, or we bought more DVDs and then we'd make $3,000 and spend it all on, you know, cameramen and, uh, audio people. So like yeah. Chris allowed that to happen by being, um, behind the scenes doing all that stuff. And, uh, Chris, it's, uh, it's been an awesome ride. Well, I, I, I can't, I can't say enough about how, like I said, it's, it's, it's affected me and my life and in more ways than just, uh, just the experience. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad it allowed us to stay connected and, and, and I got to meet so many cool people and, um, like, like Bobby and, 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 and Dr. Tim and all sorts of people along the way, um, that I would never have been able to do, um, given my, you know, where my career trajectory was taking me and things like that. So it allowed me to stay connected to the art, um, and, and stay connected to music. And, and for that, I, I will always be grateful. And, and the other thing is too, is, you know, you guys are right. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, I have a, a 15 month old son now. So I'm wanting to, to spend time with him and, and really focus on, on watching him grow up and, and do all of that sort of stuff. Um, and so that, that, that was really the genesis of the decision, but I'm not going anywhere. And yeah. I think that's the beauty of it. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll always be around and hopefully uh, happy to help out uh, in any way. Um, and hopefully we get, hopefully I left the house at least in somewhat of a decent order so that, uh, the uh the next accountant email uh responder slash legal slash slash whoever um <laughs> won't have too much trouble keeping the ship going but uh but like i said I, I look forward to seeing where where this thing goes and i think that's the beauty of it too is because you guys are coming at it from a place of passion this is going to go on for like 20 to 30 years however long however long people want to do it it'll keep going because 
um, like you said, people sell cookie dough to buy to buy a video if it if it'll help their art, yeah. um, and and that's what's so awesome about the community. Um, so, again, I love the crowdsourcing idea. Let's get more people involved. Let's yeah. let's yep. let's make it really truly a community thing. That would that would be just so cool. So, um, well, I know I, we I will be, we will uh, continue to do our part to to keep yeah. keep the original mission of dynamic marching going. Um, and that band life too. I'm, I'm, I really, um, I think this is a great, a great way for us to get to talk about all of the things in that band life, not just marching. Although, you know, that maybe we're heavily slanted towards that, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, Chris, you know, thank you for everything you've done for dynamic marching and, uh, look forward to just, instead of talking about, uh, uh, you know, business stuff, we'll just talk yeah. about our kids. So, yeah, that sounds great. Looking yeah. forward to it. So. <laughs> And thanks so much for having me. This has been a, this has been a blast. So appreciate it. Yeah. Well, Chris Mater, thank you for all that you've done for dynamic marching and, and man, just, you know, I, I, I was going to end with this. I, this morning at seven twelve, I got a, a text message from a, a, a good friend here in the state, a, a fellow band director. And it just said, uh, just listen to your most recent podcast and related on many levels. Just want to let you know I value and respect you and your friendship so much. One, thank you for still fighting the good fight. And I, I thought that, you know, and he goes on and he says a couple of other things, some specific things, but he, he talks about um, how he felt like he was by himself in that. And I think that that's maybe the underlying part of what dynamic marching has always been. You don't have to do this alone. Like, let us come beside you in a, a video or on the podcast and let you know like, hey, um, we're just regular people and we can be stupid about certain things too, but we love this just like you do. And, and we know some people who can give us good answers. So um, let's all kind of jump in to the deep end of the pool and try and make bands a lot better than they have been. So thanks for, and Chris, thanks, thanks for when I came on being very welcoming and you know, just making me feel like part of the part of the family really right out of the gate. And man, best of luck to you and everything you do. I, I've been around you only live once and I remember going, <laughs> I am not smart enough to be in the same room right now. Like this is oh, oh, oh. this is this is stupid. What am I uh, are we tuning a B flat chord? No, we're doing profit <laughs> loss margins. Okay, okay. I, I'll just sit here and be quiet. Well, I, I so, appreciate thank it. You, Chris. But, uh, thank you very much. Very kind words. I appreciate it. Well, Chris, thanks for being on That Band Life. And for all of you who are out there listening, thank you for being a part of That Band Life. I'm Jeff Young. And I'm Bobby Lambert. And we will be back next week with something new. Take care, everybody. <laughs>